Hey guys, do you ever come too fast? I'm sure you do because that happens to every guy every now and then, okay? <laughs> Been there, done that. But you don't have to worry about it anymore because I have a solution for you and that's my sponsor, Promescence Delay Spray. A one little spray is gonna make you last longer in bed without having to worry about lasting longer in bed. You also don't have to worry about it totally numbing you out or transferring to your partner. And for your partner, they have all kinds of goodies, okay? I use their buzzing gel and their warming gel. Those are my personal faves. They also have supplements that are gonna make both you and your girl hornier. And today, I got a special treat for you. 15% off your first order. That's 15% off your first order. All you gotta do is go to promescent.com slash strictly anon. You're gonna have 15% off your whole Order, so order up, okay? That's promescent, P-R-O-M-E-S-C-N-T dot com slash strictly anon. Or just go to the description, click on the link, and 15% is gonna be automatically applied at checkout. Thanks, Promescent, for sponsoring this episode. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast with Kathy. If you want to be on the Strictly Anonymous podcast, it's called Strictly Anonymous because everybody remains anonymous on my show. I'm even anonymous. Nobody knows who I really am and nobody knows who my callers are either because I change their names and I also change their voices. If you want to be on the show to share your secret life, your naughty life, an interesting story that you want to talk about, or if you have a problem and you want my unprofessional advice... <laughs> You can be on the show. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show or just DM me on Instagram or Twitter. That's really the easiest way. Follow me there and then DM me. I am at strictanonymous, both on Instagram and Twitter. That's at strictanonymous. So I'm going to get right to our guest today because she's great. I loved Roxy's story from the minute I saw her email. Okay, this is a great story about a girl, a woman who uh, entered into lockdown in an 11-year relationship and then that went bust. And she got really super depressed and she wanted to get out of that depression and she did, okay? By focusing on herself, she wound up getting involved in all kinds of sex stuff. I don't know, <laughs> what's the fucking word? She wound up first getting into a mutual masturbation website where she started camming, watching people jerking off and then jerking off and letting people watch her. And she was so good at it. She was like, it really made her feel better about herself and gave her the confidence to check even more things off her sex bucket list or fuck it list, right? That's what we call it, right? A fuck it list. Um, and she wound up going to her first swingers club alone. 
Okay, I am always mesmerized by women who could do that. That's like takes balls, right? She faced her fears. She was afraid of it. She was a little nervous, but she did it. She went to that sex life and that sex club and she hasn't looked back since. Okay, she has done orgies, gangbangs, blindfolded sex. She really loves that. Uh, she, you know, has been with women. She has tried it all and there's still some more things she wants to try. She has a couple play partners. She, you know, isn't ready for a relationship now, but feels like in the future, if she ever got back into one, she would be down for an open relationship. She was always vanilla. These are things that were very new for her. Uh, she talks about how... Doing all these things changed her life for the better. This is a secret life that she has, okay? So you're not going to know where she lives or where she's doing her business, but I know you're going to be emailing me like, send my email to Roxy. <laughs> she sent me in pictures. Of course, I have anonymous pictures of her on my Patreon. So if you want to see Roxy, of course, like I said, my pictures over there are all anonymous. And most of my other female guests send me in pictures. They're all over there. They're not X-rated pictures, but they're R-rated. They're hot pictures of my female guests, as well as, like I said, Roxy, if you want to put like some sort of picture to this story, go to my Patreon, patreon.com slash Strictly Anonymous Podcast. That's patreon.com slash Strictly Anonymous Podcast. You could see Roxy in all her glory, but you're going to love her story. So I'm going to get right to it and be right back on with Roxy. This is the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Oh, hi, Roxy. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. I like your name, Roxy. I mean, everyone's fake names on here, but I like when girls pick like good names. It's like a hot name, Roxy. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and is like Roxy your alter ego because you are you do have like a very transformative story. I love stories like yours. When you emailed me and I got your story, I was like, oh my God, I love this, the way you sort of laid it out. Uh, you know, I'm gonna tell it really quickly and then you're gonna start from the beginning. But it really it like you're you Things really changed for you over the pandemic. You were in, a, I guess, a long-term relationship. You guys broke up. You hit a massive depression. And then your life changed. And the biggest change, I'm assuming, came in like your sex life. You really started checking things off of your bucket list. And you went really in a total different direction. And now you're living your best life. Is that like the short story? <laughs> That is the, the, the synopsis, the long and the short yeah. of it is pretty much that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So start at the breakup. Like, were you, how long was your relationship and what, and what happened at the ending and stuff like that? Like, what, what was that story about? So, okay, we had been together for like 11 years. Mm -hmm. We were almost 24-7 often together. Um, we did everything together. We traveled. We had a great life and it imploded without me even seeing it coming. Hmm. And so that just sent me into a spiral of of what the heck happened you know like what the fuck you know and and th at this time everything was getting locked down there was nothing to do except sit and wallow oh my in the God. dark yeah in in my in my head yeah and it was not a good place to be mm -mm. definitely not and so this went on for about eight months or so and I should mention this this relationship although it was very good it was very very vanilla Okay, let me Very, the sex in your life with him and uh, was vanilla. Yeah, I mm -hmm. can count on one hand the number of times we'd have sex in a year. You know what I'm saying? So no, 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 I don't know was... what you're saying. Meaning like in a <laughs> whole year, you might have just fucked five times? What did you guys yep. do? Yep. 
I'm telling you, there's a that's lot of not vanilla. Going, that's but... like another word. Okay, vanilla is well, like yeah. you, you know you just do it missionary and you're doing it normal. Vanilla is normal. That is like some sort of weirdo flavor of ice cream I've never heard. Five times in a year well, is like you're not even having sex. Yeah, exactly. So it was, it was, you know, there were times where I was begging for sex and things yeah. like this. At, at some point, I was just going a little bit nuts and whatever. But mm-hmm. you know, I mean, we were together for so long, and uh, obviously, over time, it kind of, you know, this kind of thing could happen. But yeah, no, it wasn't enough for me. Having said that, you know, I this was the sacrifice I was willing to make. We had a good life together. Yeah. Until we didn't. <laughs> and until so the rug was pulled was from in- underneath you, like you had, you really yeah. s- did not see it coming. He so he dumped you. Yeah. Yeah, and moved cities and you know we, we just moved to a new city and yeah it turned around and ended up back there was freaking out with the pandemic and yeah so and then you were by yourself in a new city all yeah. alone dumped yeah wow that's that is kind of crazy yeah. that's weird bad timing but I mean listen what I love about stories like this is we already know that it leads to this great shift for you and I think that's what's always so important about hearing these kinds of stories because if like you're in that bad place or that really awful time you know a lot of times that moment in your life comes right before your you know a whole new amazing time of your life and if we only had a crystal ball and we knew that we would suffer less a hundred percent if anyone yeah if anyone told me where i would be a a year from now you know right in that massive depression right Mm -hmm. yes if anyone told me this is what you'd be doing i'd be laughing because there's no way that i would have thought this would be possible right so now he dumps you you go into a massive depression yeah, and stayed in that hole for a long time, and uh, something happened, I guess. my Somebody close to me said, you know, try and maybe do something that will bring pleasure to yourself. Mm-hmm. And I thought, pleasure to myself? What does that mean? And I started to think about it. I'm like, doing things for myself that make me happy. Mm-hmm. What would that be? Because I, you know, I spent a lot of time doing it for everyone else, but not me. Right. Um, so what do I do? I'm like, well, let's start with things like food. I'm going to buy me lobster because I want to eat. No, I'm going to buy two because I can. And I <laughs> ate them in the same meal. And yeah. I just went and bought makeup and clothes. Like, I don't even care about clothes. Bought all kinds of clothes. Uh, whatever I could justify, I would buy myself. I, I spoiled myself as I could. And I thought to myself at one point, is this going to turn me into a big bitch? You know, mm-hmm. like, am I going to become this selfish, self-centered bitch that that wants everything and it's yeah. always for me? And that was a concern early on. But I learned how to channel it. And OK, this, you know, the, the material stuff went by the wayside and I started to explore sex. It started to come back the, the you know, the lust. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and that's when everything took a turn. OK, but what was the initial thing that came up or like what was the first Because listen, I know, because you put it in an email, like I know you eventually go to swingers clubs and you're doing all these kinds of crazy things. What is the first move that you make towards checking things off your bucket list or the first crazy thing you did? One day I'm looking on the internet and can keep in mind we were in lockdown. So there wasn't a yeah. whole lot of options. Yeah. You know, um, I'd seen, uh, you know, I, I, I didn't, I don't know. I was just surfing the net. And one day this message pops up, you know, one of those ads for uh, one of the masturbation sites. Mm-hmm. And I went, 
a masturbation site. Yeah. Where has this been all my life? What is this? Yeah. What is it? Can you explain? (laughs) Yes. So I, I went, I went into this rabbit hole and I went, wow, what is this? And it was a bunch of men and women Uh who are on cams and basically it's a mutual masturbation site or, and it's used for different ways, but that's what it is where you can log on and either masturbate or watch somebody masturbate you can have an account and sign up. People make money doing this stuff. You can. And what happened is, no, it's and it's it's being a cam girl is basically what it is. Right. And so I'm watching these people do this, and I'm looking at some of these girls, and I'm thinking, "Geez, girls, do better. Like you suck." You know. And I'm thinking, oh my god, hilarious! What is this? <laughs> because I'm like, they're hideous. They're not. I don't know. Like, dress up a little. Do something. Inter- Anyway, and these guys are watching and waking and they're just having a grand old time. And I thought to myself, I could do better than this. And for fun, for a challenge, because yeah. I had nothing better to do during yeah. lockdown, is I, I put myself on cam and I started to webcam. And the funny thing about that is that um, the, how can I say this? I didn't do it for money. I did right. it for pleasure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was in my profile. And I think that turned a lot of people on. So nervous as I was, didn't show my face at first, but it's hard with a laptop to not show your face, you know how mm-hmm. it is. And so <laughs> um, I eventually did start showing my face, but in with a mask or with a wig or like one day I was a schoolgirl and one day I was, a, I don't know, Sonic the Hedgehog, you know, a oh cat God, woman. Uh-huh. I know. And so I started to get a following. And what happened is people would log in and the minute I logged in, people would see me and they'd come running and they'd want to interact with me and uh, and they would tip me. I'm like tipping. I don't even care about that stuff. I have money sitting in that account. I don't even know how much, right? I didn't care. <laughs> but like it was just for fun. And I would watch these guys and they would worship me. And what happened with that is that my ego came out of the gutter and was prompted back up. And this made me remind, this reminded me that, you know what? I am hot stuff, yeah. despite everything. I am, you know, I am good mm-hmm. and I am sexy and people do appreciate my body. You right. Know? People do want to fuck me. Insecurities. People do want to fuck 100%. me more than five times a year. <laughs> yes, yeah. exactly. Like yeah. I still have my mojo because yeah. young, I was the type I would, I would, I would fuck around. I'd have one night stands, you know, even now people are like, you know, hi, my name is, I'm like, shh don't ruin the moment you know <laughs> so, it's it's it was easy then it's easy now but obviously when you're monogamous that that doesn't happen so yeah this was like the ego boost that i was looking for mm-hmm. and i did this for a few months during this time i also discovered a local sex club the existence of it mm-hmm. and i thought to myself i must do this but they were closed all right, because so it's waiting, COVID, yeah. Biding uh-huh. my time. Yeah, so I was biding my time. In the meantime, after cam girling and while I was doing it, I actually decided to take the next plunge and sign up on Ashley Madison. Oh, really? On Ashley Madison, yes. On Ashley Madison, I met, uh, I met, well, met somebody. Didn't really meet him, but we communicated via email. And it was back and forth, not texting, not anything. It was email back and forth. We had never spoken we had never, we'd seen one picture of each other. We exchanged one photo pretty mm-hmm. much. And we developed an incredible relationship. Like unlike anything that I would have ever thought possible. And we both had a fantasy and we both lived it out. 
and the anniversary of that is tomorrow. And that is the start of my real journey. Good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline, 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too, so you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. Okay, tell us what that fantasy was. So we, I had a fantasy of stranger sex, complete. But wait, let me just start, wait, wait, before we get into that hot thing, because then we're taking off into all your stories. So you go on to Ashley Madison, you know, you're locked down in COVID. Are you looking for like an online affair? Are you looking for a married guy? Like why Ashley Madison? That's kind of interesting to me. That's Yes. And he asked me that same question. And yeah. for me, this was my first foray into internet dating mm-hmm. in like, you know, since 11 years, know, pretty yeah. much the beginning. Yeah. And longer than that, because I just didn't do it before then, you know? Right. It and so exist. it was exactly. So I, I'm a little nervous about that. I didn't want to run into all the, you know, the, the crazy freaks that you run into on, you know, Plenty of Fish and all the other places. Yeah. So I decided a married guy would be safe. Okay. He has more to yeah. lose than I do. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So I didn't I wasn't looking for a relationship. I wasn't looking for a boyfriend. I was looking for a fuck. Right. So that is the safest thing. I totally understand that mentality. Okay, so you meet this guy and now when you say you have this incredible relationship, it, he's married. It's all long distance. Yeah. Are you like like FaceTiming each other We're and both, shit like that? No. No, we're both local and so oh. it's going back and forth through email. Okay. Email by email by email by email. Oh. And it was all text-based we connected on such a level that I would never have thought possible through email. It was yeah, crazy. Me neither. And when we, f- it, it was, yeah, I have, uh, yeah. Anyway, when we finally did meet, it was a hot, hot kind of thing. It was, the electricity was in the air. We had to wait for vaccines and all that kind of thing. So, you know, once we were past our second vaccine with the, with the two weeks and et cetera, et cetera, we met and we had an incredible time. Right. It was, yeah, magic. Okay, so Absolutely now, but magic. take me back to now. You're at that place again. You have your, you yeah. both have this hot fantasy and it's stranger sex. Yes. Yes. So I'm in the hotel room waiting for him, blindfolded and nicely dressed in lingerie. Oh, wait. And is this your he first w- meeting too? On top of it all? This is our first meeting. We we exchanged one photo and never heard each other's voices. Oh, so interesting. Okay. I had dressed the room up with like, you know, dark lighting, you know, Mm -hmm. purple lighting and, um, you know, pimped it out with some music and and the whole bit. So he texted me to say he's downstairs. I said, come on up. He had a key. He walked in. I'm blindfolded. I am, you know, dressed in something sexy. And he took a few minutes, came up, and then I started to feel hands on me. And it was so sensual. Because I trusted this guy. Like, yeah. I somehow learned to trust this man through email that I had never seen, met, or talked to. 
go figure. Right. And only one picture you guys exchanged. One photograph, yeah. So you knew what he looked like. I mean, the photograph was of the face and everything. I mean, you knew that yes. much about him. Yes. Okay, cool. Yes. So I knew what, you know, what at least that he didn't have two heads and he wasn't, you know, going to scare me. But so, but the the fantasy is though too, when you say stranger sex, you mean like yeah. the the fantasy was that you guys wanted to on your first meeting like fuck each other without even seeing each other or kind of something like that is that exactly. what Exactly. We I didn't I didn't want to hear his voice. Uh-huh. He asked to to have a phone call and I said I didn't want to hear his voice because it ruins the mental image that I have created in of him. In oh. my head, he's a personality. Yeah. So to like, let's say we we call each other up, and he sounds like freaking Bart Simpson. Like <laughs> ah, you know, I don't want that in my head when he's fucking me. I so totally I just understand. Wanted whatever was in my head, I wanted to create this person based on what our exchange has been. Right, and you had created him this whole time because you had no other choice. You're in lockdown, so you you the last thing you want to do after being so hot for him for all this time back and forth is to ruin it by that, which I totally understand your thinking. Yep. It was smart. Yep. And that was part of the kink also is to not yeah. know the voice, not mm-hmm. know anything. And we didn't even we didn't even exchange our real names until after we fucked. Like it was crazy. Oh my god. All right. So you dart you, you know, so you're going to be blindfolded. He's going to come in. He's yes. not going to be able to really see you because it's dark or he's going to be able to see you. Yes. Yeah. He can see me certainly in the outline and he can see me, but it's it's not in in the light of day. Yeah. Okay, cool. So he comes up hands on the shoulders hands start exploring hands turn me around start kissing on dresses leads me over to the i'm still blindfolded by the way yeah yeah leads me over to the bed we had a blindfolded sex session whereby like he he took me the way i wanted he it was you know music's playing in the background all the fantasy part is coming true um this is my first exploit out of that relationship too so you know i hadn't had sex in who knows how long so i was raring to go and it was just like boom explosion it was it was fantastic for both of us and so after that i literally took the blindfold off and said hi and (laughs) gave my real name (laughs) (laughs) that's great That was pretty fun. We had a good laugh about that at the end. And yeah, uh, yeah that was that was a really, really nice moment. And uh, unfortunately, this gentleman has moved on and uh, I would love to see him again. So uh, we'll see one day if, you know, fate intervenes. Was that the only time you guys ever hooked up in person or did you continue hooking up afterwards when, because you, you we could? We did see each other. Yeah, well, we did see each other one other time afterwards. And then, uh, and then yeah, it sort of... It, 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 not that it fizzled, not not in that sense, but there was a distance that was between us. Like we were living in different places at that point. So. Right, right, right. I get it. Okay. So, yeah. and all right. So that's your first meeting. And then does that lead yes. to all these, like how does, what comes next? So that, that for me was a very healing moment. The way he made me feel, the way he, he repaired the brokenness in yeah. me over time. Mm-hmm. And that whole experience culminated with that. The very next day was my first day that I went to the sex club. Oh, that's why this it is opened. your one year anniversary. This is a year later. Yes. Oh, okay. So, yep. so that that club that you were looking at that you had found is finally now open too, and you're like, you're yes. going to go there by yourself. Yes, I. I part of my journey. Yeah. Part of my year of hedonism journey is to do things that you wouldn't normally do. 
Yeah. So if normally I would say, oh, no, I'm not going to do this. Oh, no, I need to do the opposite. I need to get out there and get out of my comfort zone. And this was part of that journey. And so, yeah, I put on my, my big girl pants and then, you know, prepared to take them off. <laughs> wow. Okay. And, I mean, you know, and you're this is like someone that's totally vanilla. You had never done anything like this before. And so you... I had never, yeah, yeah never kinks, never, like, you know, nothing like this. Right. And are you still camming at this point still? A little bit less. Uh, you know, it, it would help when I needed an ego boost. I could, you know, go on cam or I used it more actually to watch. That's kind of my thing <laughs> at this point, for sure. I don't really cam at all. Oh, so. interesting. And you it, like it, to watch. It served a purpose. You like to watch people jerk off or masturbate. Oh, yeah. Interesting. 100%. I want to be the fly on the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a little voyeur. Yeah. Yeah. So now, okay, so you go to your first swingers club. Yes. <laughs> so go in there. I'm nervous. Uh, greeted really nicely at the, at the front desk, get registered. I asked for a tour. They took me on a tour of the place, explained the rules. Um, you know, I'm nervous this whole time. And I just took a deep breath and embraced it and even though inside i was like panicky and nervous i just embraced it like i owned it almost like i left that insecure person outside those doors right and i walked in and i wanted to be a goddess right that's what i did and you felt like a goddess now what did you did you get involved did you hook up with people did you just like did the voyeur and you just watch <laughs> how far did you go that no, first so the, time so the okay so that time that yeah. first time the way the way it works i i you know everyone's pretty much naked in this club okay um, you can go as you feel comfortable or not and i just thought i have to go all the way cuz what's the point right yeah. but at first i didn't i wasn't sure so i put on you know something a little sexy and i walked downstairs and i realized how overdressed i was and i walked <laughs> back upstairs <laughs> oh, no. took it all off and thought take a deep breath and here we go and i just walked in and blended in with everyone else and of course i gravitated to the first person that i saw that i could sit and chat with right who You're happened a male to be or a female? like a male. Okay. And it happened to be, a, I didn't realize, a 23-year-old male. <laughs> what did so, you think he was, a 40-year-old yeah. man? I mean, he must have looked Well, 23. no, he looked a little bit older. He looked a bit older. <laughs> he had a beard. He was burly. You oh, know? okay. And when I found out, when, when I found out, you know, I was thinking, okay, this is going to be it. You know, I've chatted with him. We're in this. When I found out his age, I just started kind of giggling out loud. And he's like, what? And then... You know, I, I kind of said to him, oh, man, like, I'm old enough to be your mom. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I get it. And so it took me a while to to wrap my brain around that. I said, you, you're going to have to give me a few minutes. Let me just come to terms with that. And uh, giggly me, we ended up fooling around a little. I didn't sleep with him or anything. But, mm -hmm. I, you know, it was the icebreaker that I needed. Yeah. So uh, he took me under his wing and everything. But that first time was more of an observation visit. And right. that's pretty much as far as I went that first time. Afterwards, I continued to go. And I continued to get to know the staff. I continued to get to know the, the the familiar faces that showed up and the new faces. And it wasn't long. I mean, I think the next time I was there, I, I'm I'm sure I fucked somebody. You know, right, it yeah. was uh, <laughs> the 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 list. Like, do, who do do I remember it? Absolutely not. Just like I don't remember my first kiss. Like, there's it's been way too long. Right. But all of you know, there's been so many things that you know people, my friends who are also in the club have said that I have you know gone beyond 
what they've ever done and what they will ever do. And I'm like, really? That sounds surprising. But yeah, I guess when you call gangbang is your regular Tuesday afternoon. Um, <laughs> you know? Oh my God. So yeah. you like, you've only been doing it for a year and you were like surpassed some of the yep. regulars that were doing it for so long because you just yeah, were all I, in. Yeah. All in. I wanted to, I wanted to try everything. I want to experience everything and see, you know, within the, the, you know, the acceptable things that, that were not my hard limits and whatnot, but I wanted to try. I mean, I dabbled in BDSM, not because I find it, you know, appealing, but because I have to try it and found some appealing elements to it. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, what have I done? I, I can't even remember. Couples, orgies, MFM, FMF, FFFM. I just recently used a, a dildo, a strap-on on a woman. Um, you know, orgies and gangbangs are my regular fun activity. Using a Sibian, rope play, clamps, ass play. I just filmed my first porn movie. Like, not me mean? in the porn, but me, me as a camera person. Oh, so you... I was involved with that. Oh, yes. how did you get into Bye. that? Some friends of mine were having a threesome. They do film for their OnlyFans. Mm -hmm. And I offered to be a mobile camera because right. otherwise they only had still camera. And so I, I thought, why not? So I didn't play or anything. I was literally just, you know, the person holding the camera. Mm -hmm. But that was like, you know, one more thing for the fuck it list. <laughs> to it keep checking it off. Oh, my God. Gang oh, bangs, yeah. orgies, MFF, MMM, whatever. <laughs> like, I mean, you know, I don't the, even know where to start. What came first? Like, what? It, and like, okay, uh, so had you ever hooked up with a woman before? Or was this going to be your first time doing something like that? Okay, so the the first time really, you know, when you're young and you're in university, and you, you, you try you know, I think you and I are close to the same age. Yeah. So you and I are trying to, you know, uh, fool around with your friends. And the two guys are like, Ugh, we kissed. Ugh, no, we don't want to do this. And we're yeah. figuring each other out. And that was back in the day when girls didn't necessarily shave their bush. Uh -huh. And I had a, I had a bad, I had a bad bush experience. Okay. And so I was just like, yeah, no, muff diving is not for me, yeah. you know? Um, and so I think that kind of turned me off not turn me off women, but I was, it wasn't my natural inclination to begin with. Yeah. And so the bad experience that, that was pretty much all I did with the woman. And so fast forward many years later, here we are. And I'm still a little, what I call vagophobic. Right. <laughs> it means <laughs> I'm a little, you know, the, the, the slimy parts of it are, I'm getting used to it. I don't go inside. So I'll play, you know, ass, tits, no problem. But yeah. You know, I'll leave, I'll leave the rest of it to the eager guys who want to do that. Hey, listen, guys, I've always felt secretly sorry for you because I never really thought that there were any good vibrators out there for guys. But that all changed when I found out about the Tenuto 2 Vibrator by Mystery Vibe. The Tenuto is an award-winning, flexible, wearable vibrator designed for men with women in mind. And that's because it has four perfectly placed motors that not only vibrate you in all the right places, they also vibrate your girl in all the right places. Okay. There are eight preset vibes, 16 intensities to choose from, and there's an app that goes with it. So you could customize your whole experience. The Tenuto is also perfect for solo play. So if you want a hands-free, mind-blowing orgasm, get yourself a Tenuto too. All you got to do is go to mysteryvibe.com today and you're going to get 15% off by using my code STRICTLY15. That's STRICTLY15 at mysteryvibe.com. Mysteryvibe.com. Use my code STRICTLY15. 
for 15% off or just go to the description, click on the link and 15% is going to be automatically applied at checkout. Thanks, Mystery Vibe, for sponsoring my show. But and what about gangbangs? How do you get into doing gangbangs? Is all of this? Let me ask you this. Does it all stay in this club? Is this where you wind up experiencing all these things? Or do you eventually start going to swingers parties or have parties at your house? I mean, what is or does it all happen so at the swingers club? The yeah, the swingers club for me is the safe place. Right. Okay. Um, this is the place where you meet like-minded people. This is the place where you can assess somebody before you decide to sleep with them. Yeah. You can, you know, have, feel their energy. The problem with online stuff, I, you can communicate with people online, but you can't feel their energy. And for me, even if we connect online, with the exception being that that first guy. Yeah. If we can't, you know, connecting online is one thing, but I want to feel the energy of that person to see if I really want to um, be with them. Mm -hmm. And so at the club, you can do that. At the club, you can feel someone out. You can see their face. You can see them smile. You can see them. Photos don't do anyone justice, right? So not at all. this is when you see the real person. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's, that's pretty much where it all happens. Now I did meet people that I've, I've continued to see, um, very few, but outside the club, I have several play partners, uh-huh. some from the club, some not, and each one fulfills a certain need in my life. Oh, interesting. So what are like, how yeah. many play partners and what were, what need is each one meeting? So there's somebody that I love very much. Mm-hmm. Um, that unfortunately is not in this lifestyle and I don't get to play with often. Okay. That's, that's so that's like he's meeting them. your emotional needs. Exactly. A hundred percent. The yeah. emotional needs. Yeah. Uh, I have another one who is an awesome booty call mm-hmm. and it's also meets certain emotional needs, but not in the same way and yeah. not in any committed form whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Definite booty call. And he, I met him at the club. Right. Um, there are others who have come and gone. There are a few on the roster that I know I can call up tomorrow <laughs> and do something with. Yeah. But honestly, uh, the club has its has its merits. So right, because you're still. Yeah. I mean, with all these things that you've done, is there anything left on your fuck it list? I mean, <laughs> <sighs> it's funny that you should ask that because with the friends we were walking up, you know, where all the the sex happens, and we're looking around, we're like, meh. Another orgy, eh, another, you know, another threesome, <laughs> eh, another guy fucking. Yeah. Like, it's just, we've seen it all. So what's, what excites us? What's left? Yeah. Um, there, of course, there, I want to explore different types of relationships because up till now I've only been flying solo, right? Right. So relationships such as a daddy dom relationship mm-hmm. or the cuck relationship. I know you're into that. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Meaning, I meaning, in what, I love your podcast. Oh, good. I'm glad. <laughs> but wait, I meaning like you would want to be because like for me, I would want to watch. I would want to know about my guy with another girl. You know what I mean? Like that kind of right. thing. Are you, would you be down for that or the opposite? Like you want to go out the, and fuck another guy and then tell your guy about it. I want to be, yeah, exactly. I want to be offered up and I want him to get excited by it, but I don't want him, you know, going off on his own. <laughs> yeah, but I have to tell you the good news is, and this is what I find on my show, the true, the truest cucks have no need for that. A lot, a lot of cucks, I know. They, just, they just don't. What gets them yep. off is that exact scenario that you like. And a lot of times I get all these people on YouTube yep. saying like, that's not fair. Like she doesn't want him and like she gets to fuck other guys, but he doesn't. It's like, no, no, no. You you don't get and what you're not listening to is that this is 
exactly what both of them wants. That guy has no desire to go out. And let me tell you, as a cuck queen, in my scenario too, I have no interest in going to be with a, you know what I mean? I I don't want five, 10 guys. I want one guy and then he could go out and do that. It's typically it works out that way. So, you know, that's the the perfect scenario. And there's tons of guys that dig that, by the way. (laughs) That's it. So that's the kind of thing that maybe I'm interested in exploring in a more, yeah. I want to say in a longer term capacity, you know, right. not not a, a one-off type of thing. So I haven't found the proper person yet, but I'm open to all of that. There's some BDSM stuff that I'd still explore if opportunity arose. Um, but yeah, there's there's not a lot that I haven't done that I've has been on my list. I, contrary to yourself, like variety. Yeah, it's like a big buffet uh-huh. that club. Okay, uh-huh. think of it like you know the best the best buffet and you can pick a little and choose here and have some of this and taste this and taste that. And the things you love the most, you go back for seconds, Yeah. but the rest of it, you just want to move on to the next dish. Right. But you like and to so, try it. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah. I that's interesting. Interestingly enough, mm-hmm. here's, and I think I know why I figured this out. Yeah. I am. I think we're all, or at least I am chasing an elusive orgasm. <laughs> you mean like the chasing the dragon like that best one that one that we had that will like you never forget like that thing you mean not the best one the authentic one right. the real one the one that's gonna blow my mind right and so oh that you've never um, had that you think you've never had exactly oh okay yes, exactly mm-hmm. so i when it comes to being at the club or with other people it doesn't happen I have a form of orgasm. It's great. It's, you know, it, it, it involves squirting and yay, hooray, but it's not the same as the one one gives oneself. And that's the elusive one. Oh, okay. So. Interesting. Yeah. Now, do you yeah. think it's because maybe there, you know, do you think that if you had everything in that one person, the emotional, the sexual, the kink, you know, all of that in this one guy and he was a cock and you could do all that, that maybe that would all come together and that's what's missing? I mean, what do you think is missing in those? 100%. That's what it is? Yeah, I think in the end I had to ask myself, and this is where I'm at. Yeah. Ultimately, what do you, what do you want? Yeah. You know, I'm not getting any younger. Right. Um, And so I'm, you know, what do I eventually want with this? Can I go back to a vanilla monogamous relationship? I don't know that I can. Right. But would you, so what would you set up? Do you think you'd set up an open relationship where maybe your guy's a cuck and you could have that variety, but you could also have a real relationship with this person? In, in a perfect world, it's exactly as you described. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that That's perfect world exists. I have so many couples that have that scenario. And, you know, I think the good news for you is that, you know, it's not like you're fishing out of a tiny little pond over there. The most, <laughs> you know, I couldn't believe how many guys are into that when I started my show. I never knew that guys wanted to see, you know, that that was a thing until I started doing I didn't my show. Either. You didn't, right? Um, but I, I had no, you know how much vocabulary I have learned in the last year. Right. I knew nothing of any of this. It's right. been incredible, you know? And so, yeah, I didn't even know that was a thing either. Yeah, it is. And it is a big thing. And I just feel like, you know, you could definitely meet a guy and have all of it in one person. I would assume, and I think like, listen, you're only a year out from your breakup. You were in 11 year relationship. You are like, this is like, it's, it's so like, you really are having, you know, taking this time for yourself. And I think that that's great. I know like when you said really early on, like, oh, I was buying all these things and I was just doing things for myself and I got really nervous that I was going to turn into a 
bitch. And I think, you know, that's a lot of the reason why women specifically in general don't allow for that in themselves because there's this negative stigma attached to being quote unquote selfish. You're selfish. You're a bitch. You know what I mean? But there's nothing wrong with tending to yourself and, you know, taking care of yourself and doing all the things that you are right now. And you're still just like gathering information about yourself. So I feel like a year out, like maybe you're not really ready for that long-term commitment but you will be soon and when you are I feel like you absolutely can meet somebody that you know is open to all the things that you are uh because it's not like it's hard to find I mean I just I've talked to many couples like that you know interesting and you could meet them at the club right what a hundred percent a hundred percent I could um and just you know I could meet them on FetLife uh which is where I have profiles too just, you know, something different, something to <laughs> you're find gonna, an alternative that's going to be a happy medium eventually. Yeah, yeah you're going to meet them here, okay, because you know what's going to happen, Roxy. I'm going to get all kinds of Let's. emails. This is, happens all the time with my female guests, some of them, and especially the ones that Perfect. put it out there, where I get emails like Gang Bang Betty. Okay, the fact that, oh, besides the fact that you're into the cuck scenario and you would be well-suited yes. for a cuck and you want variety and you want them to stay home, the, and the fact that you have done gangbangs and like it, those are my most downloaded episodes. Gang bangs. Gang bang I Betty, bet. okay, has been on my show. And she put out there <laughs> after she left her husband, her part two where she left her fucking husband and she was like, she was looking for guys. I to this day still get emails. Can you forward my email to Gangbang Betty? Like I let you know, and she and they a lot of these guys send pictures, and she would be like, "Oh, that one's hot and stuff." And you know, so <laughs> you're probably there's going to be a lot of people that are going to be like, "Oh, can you send this to email to Roxy? Maybe if I live near her, <laughs> like I could hook up. Like she's the perfect girl for me." <laughs> so uh, well, yeah, only I'll only go local. So okay, you know, we'll have to see. Yeah, we won't say where you're from, but people could email me. But let me ask you this: so you're on. Fet life and now what do you have on there like what are you looking for and have you met guys so far on fat life i've had mixed uh success on fat life again remember the energy thing you can't you yeah. can talk with somebody and then you end up uh on the same room and you're like yeah no not so much and right so there, there's been a lot of that there's been i i've i've learned how to you know turn away people who i've connected with that won't send a photo like if after we've connected, you're still not sending me a photo, there's something wrong. So right. I, I'm much more picky about who I'm willing to entertain. Mm-hmm. Having said that, I did reach out to somebody who fit the cuck scenario. We were very well matched. I don't know. It, it petered out. You know, don't know what's going on. But I, there's still lots of success to be had. I don't go actively looking. Right. That's I- my problem. No, but maybe you're not interested in actively looking right now. I don't think that that's a problem. I think that when you're ready, if you are, you know, like if you really wanted it, you would actively look on there. And I also think, you know, when you when you're on there and you you kind of figure out like most of these people are not going to pan out. There's all you know, you're going to have to weed through so much. You kind of realize it's not the end all be all like you shouldn't really put all of your energy over there. You know, do you go to this know. club, the swingers club, all the time now? Is that like your regular hang? Yeah, it's a, it's a regular thing. I'm there two to three times a week. Um, you know, I, I just I enjoy the atmosphere of it because it's a type of club that's also very social. So my social life in this new, you know, 
new move in the new city has revolved around that. So I've made friends, platonic friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At this place. It's like your cheers. Um, we do stuff together. Yeah, it is my cheers. Yeah. Exactly. The place where everybody knows your fake name. <laughs> yeah. I love that, where everyone knows your <laughs> fake name. You walk in the That's Roxy. Right. So wait, that leads to my next question, because I think you put this in the email. Like, this is a secret life, correct? Yes. Yes. So I um, I hide this from certain family, from pretty much every family member. Of course. And yeah. most, some friends who would not be able to handle the, the information <laughs> overload. Right. Um, I have other very, very close friends. My closest friends, they know uh, they're not at, in this lifestyle. They're vanilla. Uh, mind you, two of them met in the lifestyle, but don't haven't practiced since then when they were in their 20s, you know? Oh, interesting. But, okay. Uh, they know. They know about it. Um, they kind of don't necessarily hear all the detail stories, but just ask how it's going, if I'm still going, that kind of thing. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's not a lot of people to talk about the details of this. Like, where can you go and be like, so, hey, what was the last porn you jerked off to? You know, and get an answer from 20 different people. You know, <laughs> right. It, my are, friends aren't like that. Right. And this is the kind of combos that people have and that you could you could go to those places, I'm, I'm assuming, when you're at yes. the swingers club. Exactly. So friends and family don't know about this. They don't know where I go until 3 a.m. every every couple of days. Oh, my um, God. You know, so I'm trying to keep both lives separate. And sometimes it's difficult to not have crossover. It, what do you mean? Um, I live with my with a parent. Mm -hmm. And so I can't entertain at home. Right. I can't. You know, I, I, I do so by choice. I live with a parent by choice. But still, you share common space. You know the comings and goings of the other. Of course. Uh, I have to hide my toy chest, you know. I have yeah. to hide all my, my, I call it my tickle trunk, you know. Yeah. I have to hide all the stuff and um, be discreet. And that's that's just my choice. I just don't want that parent looking at me going, you know, seeing what I do every time they look at me. Of you course, know? nor do this, I'm sure they don't want to either. Okay, like yeah, <laughs> they don't so, want to know. Living this, living the blind life is hard. Is people ask, so where'd you go? And I kind of have to fib a little bit. Uh, you know, yeah, I go with friends and we hang out and da 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 da. da but I don't tell them that we all fuck each other in the in between. Yeah, you know, mm -hmm. um, it's it's I keep out certain details. Yeah, it is a little hard. Now, is there any part of you that feels like maybe one day you would? come out of that closet or is it like for sure you would never probably if it comes out it would be by accident um <laughs> i mean do i really do i really care you know in the in the light of things look i'm i'm uh i've i'm past caring yeah. you know i i don't have the same uh the same cares that i would have say 10 or 15 years ago mm -hmm. i don't have to prove anything to anyone i'm my own woman right i just like i said i just think certain things from family should be kept private for me yeah because that's our dynamic and so they don't need to know but if they did find out is it the end of the world probably not like i'm not gonna jump off a bridge or anything you know yeah no and, and listen i feel like a lot of times you know, nobody talks about their sex life with their family anyway, you know, whether even if you're a vanilla exactly. sex, you know, person, you don't tell your parents like, oh, I just had sex with my husband last night. You know what I mean? So why do you exactly. have to tell them if it's an alternative lifestyle? That makes no sense. I just mean like, you know, 
because like, you know, with your friends or like that you would just put out there like, yeah, I'm a swinger. Like, do, what do you consider yourself if you had to label yourself? You said you did hear, learn a lot of vocabulary. <laughs> yes. So, and there's a lot of words that you could use to describe. And I, I tend to stay away from the labels because yeah. I'm still experimenting. Mm -hmm. So I am, I would consider myself hetero flexible. Yeah. At this point, I would say that I am a a swinger who enjoys uh, gangbangs and orgies of all sorts. Mm -hmm. um, I enjoy trying new things, light impact play, and some, yeah, some, I don't know. Is it poly relationships? I don't know. I don't really think so because by definition, I'm not really poly. Yeah, poly is like you would be wanting to have emotional relationships with more than one person. And and I do, but it's not that they know about each other, and it's not that they are committed uh, relationships, and they yeah. are not. You know, they're. It, it's more. I have an emotional connection to different people, and some I don't even know their names. <laughs> Some of the people, you know, so it, it goes all over the board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the emotional connections are different, like you said. I mean, and I understand that yeah. I had a lot of times in my life, more times that I was single than with partners. And sometimes I would have like four different guys. This one like was the guy I fucked. This one was the guy I had companionship with. This one was like my best yep. friend who bought me flowers all the time. And we never had sex. It was weird. Yep. But like, you know, I was getting sex from the other one. And then this one always took me out to yep. dinner. So I got that. And that was the friendship. And so I would be always be like, you know, I do have a boyfriend. This <laughs> is like, you know, I get all those <laughs> needs met. But it's with a bunch of different guys. And I think sometimes, you know, we set that up in our lives because maybe you're not ready for that real relationship or you don't want to put it. And that's and that's great. There's nothing wrong with it you know you're getting your needs met yeah. exactly and and when the right relationship comes along be it a cuck or otherwise yeah I, i'm i'm at the age that I'll, I'll recognize it i'll know that this is a good thing um or not a good thing i you know I, I will embrace it when it happens but in the meantime i keep going back to my club i keep trying new stuff i keep tonight's a tonight is another uh, gangbang night Yes, so, that's what I want. I want, some, I want some <laughs> gangbang orgy stories, please. <laughs> Any requests? I, I will be happy to call in and uh, tell you about that afterwards. No, I want, though, but I want your gangbang stories that you've had already. Oh, now. Yeah, oh, my now. Gosh. We still have 15 <laughs> minutes to talk. Tell me some good All stories. Right, well, yeah. let's see. So, um, you know, my, my friends joke around that I basically fucked the United Nations. So <laughs> I am not particular about, you know, I, I've been with all the different races. I've been with, uh, you know, I, I enjoy it all. So yeah. I have no uh, no qualms about that. Um, the first, how about the first uh, DTF night that I went to at this club? So DTF, for those who don't know, is down to fuck. It's for women who like the company of multiple men. Okay. So the first night that I went there, I wanted to be simply an observer. Mm -hmm. Just see what happens. I ended up being the biggest fucking slut. So I <laughs> came out of there. <laughs> okay. Came out of there. I'm watching this and just getting a feel for it and seeing what goes on because I've heard intense stories. And yeah. anyway, I come up and I see this orgy going on. Actually, what happened first, it was pretty funny. I see a man who's wanking. Mm -hmm. And he caught my eye. And then I looked away quickly because I didn't want him catching me, right? Yeah. Went into a different room, came back, saw him again, and I you know, peeking around a corner, I looked at him, and he caught me again, damn it, and I ran to the other room, and anyhow, <laughs> as I came around, he ended up in this orgy with these people, and when he saw me come a third time, he called me in, mm -hmm. and I had my girlfriend on my shoulder saying, do it, do it, go, go, do it, Right. and I thought to myself, what the fuck, do it, and I jumped in there, and that's how that first one started, 
and uh, that was an awesome one. <laughs> and so, what is so, so that's an orgy, and just like everyone is d- doing everyone, is that what's going down? So there were three people. There were like uh, there was a couple, and there was this wanker guy, and I think there was another couple that was next to them. And everyone sort of just fooling around with any everyone, but I ended yeah. up myself just going with this one guy. Uh-huh. So we were in the scene, but I wasn't playing with everybody at that point. Right, that right, was right. my okay. first foray. Mm-hmm. The next, later on, after that finished, I ended up in a room, and I decided that I was gonna um, have uh, a few of them, <laughs> and I put guys. on a blindfold. Uh-huh. Yes, I put on a blindfold. And had my girlfriend pick out my partners, oh. so I never even saw them. Yeah, it was a, it was quite the thing. So I didn't know who I was fucking. I just got dick in hand, dick in mouth, dick in pussy. I could say pussy on here, right? Yeah, for sure. Just checking. All right. Yeah. <laughs> um, and just making sure. And yeah. so yeah, it was, it, it was, and it was hard to control. There were three people. It was like, that's a lot of holes. There's no hands left for balancing. Like I'm going to fall over. Yeah. So it was, it was a lot of work to, to figure that out. But that was my first, that was the second part of that first, that first foray. Right. And that's the same night the third, is what you're saying. That's in that same yep, night. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then I ended up with a third person on that same night. So yeah, it was a, all in all, it was a pretty good first night for someone who intended to observe <laughs> right <laughs> there that went out the window but would you consider that, that time with the three people and was that a gangbang or was it like one guy at a time or no. was all of them not a gangbang no i would say that wasn't a gangbang now that i have the vocabulary for this that was not um so much a gangbang as it was being in the in the scene of an orgy right uh-huh um okay. i wasn't full participating because uh, you know again i was a little nervous with that mm-hmm the next one that happened, not nervous. So again, I did the blindfold thing and yeah. I just had one after the other. And I think we lost count around eight, which wasn't bad. Oh, for, this is you know, the next rookie. DTF night you the went to? The next DTF night. Okay. Yes. So now you're really going all out. And now you get how many Heart. guys? I did eight over the course of several hours. Wow. Um, all picked by my girlfriend, curated. Um, you know, we didn't really talk about too much what I liked, what I didn't. And I ended up, <laughs> it's kind of funny because some weeks later, uh, I ended up in the club and, uh, and a guy came up to me and he said, Oh, you're friends with so-and-so, right? Yeah. And I said, yeah, how do you know that? And he says, Oh, because I fucked you. I said, Oh, <laughs> did you now? <laughs> he says, when, oh when your eyes were closed, I said, yes. Okay. I remember now. <laughs> Oh my God. So hilarious. I'm meeting people that have fucked me and I had no clue. That was a little awkward, but it was fun. That's a gangbang, no? Yes. So that was one after the other. There was a, like, I guess a scene with three at a time. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then when one would finish, they would rotate out or, you know, yeah. they would rotate out. She'd pick a new one and you go and you go. And it's funny because the story, I couldn't see anything. So I, I was experiencing this from a sensorial, uh, yeah. point of view. Um, Dick A, big dick, you know, Mr. Big Dick, Mr. <laughs> Medium Dick, Mr. Small Dick, Mr. Hairy Dick. Like that was all my reference, right? Yeah. Um, Mr. Smells Good. Yeah. Doesn't smell so good. And afterwards, she was saying that when she was picking them, they were all standing around like a whole bunch of men. And they're all like jerking. And she was looking at them. The power trip that she had in going through the line and saying, you, you're in. Right. The men men would look like they just won the lottery and be like, oh, 
oh, and in they go, you know, they're like excited <laughs> to be chosen and into they go to the scene. So it was like she was making their day. I was making their day. They were making mine. Everyone left happy that night. And this girlfriend, totally. you keep mentioning this girlfriend. Is this a girl that you met at the club? I'm assuming because this is not an outside friend of yours, yes. right? Yes, exactly. This is a platonic friend that I met at the club. Um, and we've been kind of BFFs uh, ever since. And she's my wing girl. Obviously. Um, and yeah, and I'm her. She's not so DTF. She takes more time to warm up to people. So she wouldn't be in these, you know, rapid like you, you, you gangbang. So that wouldn't happen. So she, but she loves to curate this stuff. She loves to orchestrate. She likes to be in charge as an or orgy coordinator. Yeah. You would call her. <laughs> yeah, totally. It is interesting. Totally. But, you know, when I talk to people, everybody has a different kind of experience. I remember a lot of times with couples, some couples really want to get to know the people ahead of time and stuff. And I remember I had this one couple on and they were like, not Hasidic Jews, but they were very strict in um, their religion. And I remember asking them the question, they decided to swing. I'm like, what do you guys, you know, how do you roll? And she said, you know, we made a specific decision. We decided like, are we going to be picky or are we going to be slutty? And she was like, I decided let's be slutty. I was like, I love that because, <laughs> you know, it's like, like everyone yep. is different, but it's just, uh, there's something entertaining to me about the person that just like they'll fuck anybody. Sorry, I think that I had this in me all the time. Yeah, I, I I always think that this potential was there. Yeah, to to just get down and dirty. And you know, when you're younger, you're like, well, I'm gonna maybe try and find a husband one day and have kids and blah 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 and all that stuff. Look, life passes you by. It didn't happen. I have nothing to lose and I wanted to be slutty. I wanted to embrace my inner slut. Yeah. And that is what I have done. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Listen, I think Loving everyone it. reads reads that book, you know, uh, like you get married at this age, you do this at that age, yep. you know, and this, I never, re I never bought into that. And I did things when I fucking wanted to. And my life is very like not normal if you put a timestamps to it and age attached to it yep. and stuff. But I don't think that's how real life is supposed to be anyway. You know, throw that fucking book out. It doesn't really matter. I think life is a journey. Everyone's things happen at, in their own time. Like your life is your life your path is for yep. you made for you and is set up specifically for you yep. um i think what happens sometimes is people look at other people and they judge their life by others or and they put age and chronological shit attached and all that kind of stuff because that like i said they buy into that book and it's so dumb because it, it's like swimming upstream you're going to be going against yep. the the natural rhythm of your own life and i think right now you're just like relaxed into it you're living your best life after having a really going through a really difficult time you know listen covid was hard for everybody just on its own but you had a massive death of something like you said you know yep. it wasn't great but it was what you knew it's what you where you were you know you were in that for 11 years so i can't imagine and you didn't know you know i can't imagine yep. having to go through that in that time and you really came from such a low to being in such a, a great place. And that's what I think. That's how I think life goes. It's just sometimes you're yep. not there yet. And people don't know that the, the the good is coming from the bad or the ending that they just went through. I think you just like, you. who knows where you're going to be five years from now, but like you're at the start 100%. of it, you know? Yeah. I, I consider like I'm the phoenix risen from the ashes. Yeah. I was in a land that was nowhere and dead and feeling dead inside. And 
by embracing, and I guess that's the moral of the story, by embracing something beyond you and doing something you wouldn't normally do that would benefit you. Yeah. Do it. Embrace it. And for me, it happened to be sexual liberation. And uh, and what a time it is. You know, I mean, um, I, I mean, I'm marking my 50th birthday this year. If yeah. You can imagine. Yeah, that's amazing. And I have immortalized this journey um, through boudoir photos and um, just everything I've done. I'm thinking of maybe even getting my first tattoo. How crazy is that? Yeah. 50 yeah, years yeah. Old. I so, love it. Yeah. And, Nobody knows. Nobody knows. I don't tell people my age at the club. They're all like, you're 28, you're 35. I'm like, yeah, you got it exactly right. As you know. <laughs> right. Whatever you need to be for them. But That's you right. know. That's what I am. Yeah. But That's you it. know, and I think that there's like, as long as you're alive, I'm always like, there's a, you know, you, you could change and you could do whatever at any age. I remember once walking down the street and there was a guy riding on a skateboard and the person I was with was like oh my god like look how old he is why he shouldn't be on a skateboard I'm like who thinks like that like you could be on a skateboard at any age you could have an orgy for the first time at any age I think it's like you know don't get so attached to that kind of a thing and I think it's hard that and a lot of people do but I think the the best thing in life is to try not to because uh, that's to, the key to it all. I mean, like you said, this was like probably always who you were and this was a part of you and you're just learning yep. this, you know, you're like, and so it's not like you're creating a new persona. It's just about you're you're figuring out who you really are. Exactly. And, and trying to live it. I mean, a lot of people suppress who they want to be because yes. it doesn't fit into our norms yeah, yeah, and it yeah. doesn't fit into their lifestyle. And, and that's possible. Uh, but you, if you embrace it, you'll find a piece of yourself that you didn't even know was missing. Yeah, totally. And I mean, I never knew what sex positive meant when that term first started coming out, you know, but I do now. Yeah. And like this kind of a conversation to me is sex positive. What you're going through is sex positive. I, I love 100%. this kind of thing. Um, and I love putting these kinds of stories out there uh, because I think people, if they just heard, oh, this girl likes gangbangs, orgies, you know, just they just heard that sentence. People could get such a judgment about that person, you know. Yep. Um, but if they hear your whole story, to me, it's like I said, it's transformative. It's inspiring. It's got all that kind of stuff that I love. It's real life. Yeah, it has this naughty stuff and it's all about sex. But it's deeper than that. And I think that, uh, and that's that's the kind of stories I like. Yeah, it's it's definitely a journey of uh, a coming of age, but not the age that you'd think. Yeah. And <laughs> it's the, the universe keeps sending me messages that remind me that I am a sex goddess. I that's love what happens. that. And yeah, I'm taking it to the limit. So tonight's another DTF. Can't wait. Roxy is a sex goddess. I don't know what I'm going to title this, but thank you so much for giving me like <laughs> one great fucking story. Okay. You're going to be back on, please. Maybe you and your girlfriend will come back on at one time. That girl, I want to talk to her too. But make sure to make sure to keep me posted and good luck on your journey. I think, uh, I like I said, I love these kinds of stories and I not a happy ending, but a turn and it really shows people. So yep. I'm glad to have it on and to uh, put it out. Thanks so much for calling in. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Hey everyone, thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube 
as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe, like, and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon, on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad-free, and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous.